0: Hi all, welcome to the intro to my Stephen Falk re-release for Boys of Summer. Boy, this has just been a very, very busy summer. I am uh, re releasing Stephen Falk because uh, Chris Royce, who runs um, the JV Club website and Twitter handle, uh, very, very smartly said, Well, why don't you release Stephen's? Because uh, You're the Worst is coming back for its final season, its fifth season. And of course, that's what I'm in the midst of shooting now. And I said, That's such a great idea. I'm going to re-release his episode because it's his fault I don't have another episode. <laughs> uh, I have been given some extraordinarily fun, crazy, daring, bold stuff to do this season. I've been very, very busy shooting the show, and uh, and I just love it, and it's kept me, again, very, very busy. So um, while I have been bringing my gear to try to record people on set for episodes uh, while I've been here, unfortunately... That has not been uh, an option because we've been so busy shooting. So please give this a listen, enjoy, know that I am still uh, hard at work lining up other boys of summer to come, and I hope everyone's doing wonderfully well, and I'll talk to you soon. Now entering Nerdist.com. Around the band a few times. You have a storytelling show. You know what it feels like to have a microphone in your hand. A little bit. Yeah. Why am I acting like you um, don't understand how these things work? Mics work. You can do. It. I know you're a writer. I know that you're used to having both hands on a keyboard. But yeah, in this yeah. case, yeah. yeah. Now I have, have to, to talk. Hold a microphone.
1: All right, let's do it
0: uh this is it this is it's happening right now in real time i don't know what that means obviously it's not a live show but it is (laughs) happening in real time certainly i'm saying the words right now that i'm saying
1: unless the minute you you edit then it's not in real time anymore so you can't make a single mistake i can't make
0: a single mistakes i just made a mistake (laughs) let's start from scratch Oh, my God. Thank you so much for coming over. I seriously, I know that I kept giving you as many outs as possible, but I just feel so bad. I know. Because, I was like, uh, well, we saw each other yesterday no, and I was no. like, God, that poor man. Oh, he's going to be you. You're the worst every day, oh. every ding dong day, including Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah.
1: But it, but it's like that anyway. I mean, I mean, yeah. when being sort of the only executive producer on the show and, and I, I just have a lot of work to do and my writing yeah. staff doesn't work anymore they cut them off at a certain point. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh, I, I'm the only person doing all that shit. Oh, shit. Yeah.
0: I didn't know so that. So there is
1: writing. To, there's still like, there's always editing and, yeah, and cutting and, and joke punch up and, and stuff. And they they can, they, I, I send them emails because they're not on the clock anymore. So I'm like, hey, d- can you please um, pitch <laughs> jokes for this? And sometimes <laughs> I'm here from them. And, yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah I guess that's the... That's the sort of the reality of working on a show that has a not a huge budget, but is but allows the show to get made and get made yeah. for a second season and let yeah. you kind of do well, what that, you well. That's to the do thing. And,
1: one, um, uh, what's his name? Bill Lawrence, who ran Scrubs, told me he was like, "This is why the show is going into its what eighth season or whatever it yeah. was at the time because I manage the money properly. Yeah. I keep budgets down. Yeah, um, and so you you make you make yourself." Just you try not to stand out when, when they're looking at just numbers. Right. You don't want to be the one that's like, really? Why am we spending all that money to that? Right. Right. And, and we're probably never going to be a giant rating show. You know, we're not ever going to be modern family. So we need to keep things lean and mean.
0: It could be a lean mean shooting machine. Yeah,
1: which is which makes it easy to say no. I can't give you a raise to this, or no, I can't. Um, you know, uh, uh, let you have a dolly for three days, right. camera department. We or not a dolly? They have dollies, but like uh-huh. a crane. <laughs> Just imagine. We can afford a four dollar. We
0: shoot on our iPhones we, do, Just we, to be clear,
1: and basically we put the the uh, the ACs in in uh, shopping carts.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: That we somehow you guys remember film school. Yeah, we somehow learn to bypass it so it doesn't stop when you leave the yeah. um, parking lot. so cool what a, lot, what a so huge
0: cool. piece of technology.
1: That is amazing, now, right? No, I do still see you shopping carts. You don't see carts. homeless people with shopping carts anymore, I, do you? I
0: just have seen two abandoned shopping carts very recently to the point where it stood out, especially because <laughs> I saw two. I was like, wait, I just saw one the other day. So somebody's short-circuiting Wait, those. the
1: question is, do you, can, you throw, can you drive your, your truck into the parking lot of yeah. Ralph's, pick it up, throw it in, take it away, and then will it work?
0: I mean it must. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I like the idea that the power of it is so powerful it stops your it truck. Just
1: stops. It just stops your truck. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. stops
0: your vehicle together. It stops you. How powerful is that? Yeah, it's Extremely. a good technology. Um Well, the the one the last thing I guess I'll say about it is that um it's a great show. So people want to work on it. I mean that's certainly oh, true for me. Nice. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Opposed to like Oh we're all doing this thing that nobody believes in and right, it, right. there's not you know, and there's it's no not money. a huge yeah <laughs> it's not a huge cash cow. Yeah yeah. Why am i even doing this right, kind of right. a thing? Like yeah. i don't feel like there's any there's nothing about the show that has that energy to it and that's um lovely.
1: Well that's nice but but also if if you Janet Varney, were, were always in it for the money you would you would do a, a third of the things that you do so
0: That's 100% true.
1: You have your heart in the right place. Uh, Ie right. we're podcasting right now.
0: That's certainly true as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I don't know that I can say that the things that have made me the most money have been the things that I
1: have believed What's in. What's made most. you the most money? I don't even know, oh.
0: but like you know what I'm saying. It's not like being a yeah. guest or on Bones. Well, I was it's like, this right. is satisfying to me in sure. a way that doing someone's web series that's yeah. hilarious and fun and filled with fun people. Right. I love. Is like
1: fun. I did Wolf of Wall Street, which wasn't a big payday, but at least it's certainly probably more than our show. And yeah, and she did. She I think she did Modern Family, and that probably paid more than she makes or something. I don't know. <laughs> I Maybe don't not. Know. But it, but. Those, but also those things even the bigger budget things don't pay the the guest stars that much money you're still not making that much money like no, that's true Chris gearer was said that I think he made like a a a thousand dollars off will Smith's after Earth a big budget oh, sci-fi my movie God, that's so nuts yeah yeah and he must have filmed for weeks and weeks yeah yeah
0: I guess thats scale that's crazy so. yeah isn't but that let crazy? me ask you this did you yeah. have? I don't. I don't. I mean, this is not a show business. You'd think it was based on the last five minutes, but it's a, certainly not a show business podcast. Right. But did you feel like? I feel like there is a couple of different kinds of people uh, in this town, and some some of us develop into being the other one, and some of us develop out of being the one we came in as. But um, did you come into this business feeling like anything's possible? I could have my own show. I this and that, or did you come in and I will say like I did, which was basically like. I don't know. I'm just. This right. is, I somehow I ended up here, and like, I guess I'm gonna. I guess I'm working, but it could all go away. Yeah. Like, I don't really have. A, I wish I had more of a sense of entitlement because I think I would have oh. been more sociopathically ambitious right. if I had sort of been like, uh, "I'm the best thing there is here." Is anyone yeah. not noticing? Like,
1: well, I think a couple of things. I, I think one can probably come to this town and be very ambitious, but until. Your craft is up to the level uh, that where it needs to be, where it's going to start getting noticed or certainly making you money. You can be as ambitious as you want.: Yeah, I know I know a lot you know my th- this sounds pretentious, but until I took my email off line, my inbox was filled with pe- very ambitious people. The, you know contacting me about every little student film they made or uh, every little whatever right um but it doesn't mean that they're necessarily ready so i i don't think even if i was incredibly driven and ambitious and like what what makes sammy run i don't know if i'm savvy enough to have fooled people into giving me the <laughs> career that i wanted right, to right right i think it had to take until i was 42 to um to kind of be ready and for really my writing um certainly my ability to to produce a show, I wouldn't have been able to, yes. a- allowed to do that. I just yeah. wouldn't have if I had not worked on Weeds for a lot of years and Orange is the New Black, done the showrunner training program, I had my own failed NBC show. I don't think I would have been allowed to do any of those things and I don't think I would have been ready creatively. Mm-hmm. And there are people who are, you know, 26, 27, who get their own shows and I, I don't know if a lot of them work just because... They may not be ready, or they
0: just have some person. They're just paired with someone who's so seasoned that right. they're sort of
1: yeah, like to be, they're,
0: they're on the title, but they're not necessarily running that show.
1: Yeah, to bring it back to Bill Lawrence, I think he actually did. But when he got Spin City, he was like twenty six, twenty seven. But Gary David Goldberg, who on yeah. Family Ties, was overseeing the show. Yeah, I think Bill would probably say he barely ever was there. But you know, that at least there's someone who could sort of say, here, here's how you do it. Kim. Yeah. Yeah,
0: when you came when did, when you came down here, or yeah. you you're, you're from the Bay Area? No? I'm from the
1: Bay Area. I went to uh, NYU mm-hmm. and I got my BFA in acting, mm-hmm. and then I came here.
0: Okay, yeah. So when you came, so when you got here, your primary focus was acting, or was were you temping. like, I'm going to do? Uh-huh, wonderful. No, it was acting, just <laughs> I understand. acting. I understand? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, I just wanted to act, and I um, so I just did theater, and then somehow got the worst commercial agent uh, in hmm. LA. And I think he's been indicted for something <laughs> oh, like perfect. years later. That's always a good sign. I'm pretty sure. Um, and he certainly should be. But uh, I went to, because like he made me go to his headshot guy. Uh-huh. You know, those kind of things. and try to. Get <sighs> There's the-
0: always something like that, which when it works is great. Like if it's a I great guess. manager and a great, like I feel like I got lucky because I had a good manager who had a great relationship with someone who was great. Right. And I ended up, but then right. I've had also the flip side of that where you're like, yeah. I'm sorry, what favor am I doing? Who am I giving money to who doesn't deserve it because it's your friend?
1: Yeah, I had the worst, so I had the worst commercial agent in, in, the, in the worst part of the valley who sent me to the worst headshot photographer in, in, where I took the worst shots and it wasn't quite as bad as the actual quad screen composites yes. but ma- they made me take like a business guy so I, I oh, somewhere. That's So somewhere maybe I will send it to you oh, and God, see I'd your post because you said don't send it. headshots yeah. but the no business, if
0: they're embarrassing headshots the business guy is I'll one work. thing
1: but then homeless guy no like crazy homeless guy no yeah
0: like smudged face. Like
1: smudged face. Oh, like I was in, and, and, and when I went into this thing, there were like, <laughs> there were like 15 people who had also been sent there all at the same time. What? Yeah. So it was like oh, a God. real headshot. And yeah. I, yeah. So it was just like cattle call, stand up there. Okay. <laughs> we, we, that's your one look. Okay. Now go wait again. Back oh, in the line. Oh, my
0: God. Uh,
1: it was, it was a fucking nightmare. Oh. I, I had so many of those experiences in my early time here in LA. Like I remember going to a, i was looking for a theater company i ended up at like in sun valley or sunland or whatever that is in some like sketchy warehouse uh-uh. being asked to pay money to be there and i just like i said sure because i know i can't like turn anyone down and then, yeah. I, then i left yeah like i took the script with me got yeah. my car <laughs> got my 88 honda civic and left uh- yeah but no i came here wanting to be an actor and i didn't i hated writing never wanted to write
0: at isn't all. that funny yeah. and so then how did you end up writing
1: the theater company that I found myself on the board of directors of, um, th- uh, we couldn't afford the Samuel French rights to uh-huh. put, because, you know, we, oh, it cost like story. 75 bucks at the time. Yeah. And we were pulling maybe like six, eight audience members uh-huh. down at the complex on Santa Monica. Yeah. Um, so we could not afford $75. So, uh, we, uh, so some of the board members started writing. We, we, we were like, we'll put on an evening of one act, that we write. Yeah. And so we don't have to pay that royalty. So I started writing one acts and and uh, and i'm sure you've it.
0: told that story a million times but that isn't no amazing. Not really. it's it's pretty amazing that you that you were like ugh, i guess oh, i'm I gonna have it, to yeah. yeah
1: well i wrote a really good poem in third grade called uh <laughs> if i were a toe uh, and it was great and i printed it on a t- uh, like i cut out a toe and even uh-huh. do a nail and the poem was on that so i was like it's okay like multimedia yeah it was multimedia yeah. and so i was like oh, maybe i'm good um <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then I didn't really write. Then I wrote. Wrote. I think I took like a short story class in at NYU. Maybe I mm. think, or or high school. My, did you
0: have to take screenwriting or playwriting as no, part of your major? No, yeah. No. maybe yeah, I
1: should have. I, I but did,
0: I mean. but I maybe I didn't have to. Maybe that was a choice. Like maybe that was yeah. part of a, an elective within my major or something.
1: Right. No, I think I did take a class at in at. Um, I went to like an acting summer camp in Chicago, mm-hmm. and I did have to write short plays there. And I remember being like, oh, I'm, ca- this is kind of interesting. I'm kind of creative, but. Was
0: this when you were in high school?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's called National High School Institute, uh, su- National Summer High School Institute. It was basically, they send maybe like 125, s- all 17 year, all between junior, senior year. Mm-hmm. And put him in a dorm at Northwestern Hot. for six weeks. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking insane.
0: <laughs> it's like the most
1: amazing time. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, and then you do you do plays, like you were all segmented into, into one group. I guess
0: I've heard of this. Maybe I knew someone it's who called did Cherubs this. Program. is
1: the other yeah. name for them. This sounds
0: awfully fun. I'm sure there are other programs, it's but the, even being outside amazing. Chicago, yeah. I think I remember. Well, that means that you were pretty, obviously, you were pretty serious about the acting thing even when you were in high school.
1: Well, I read, I read one of my sister's Tiger Beats when I was about. Thir- uh when I got into height, it was like thirteen or fourteen. Uh-huh. And Kirk Cameron was was driving that dope like BW convertible <laughs> on the show. It was orange, I think. He lived above the garage. Hi. And he got really good girls and wore a leather jacket. And I yeah. think I conflated
0: uh-huh. his
1: character <laughs> to him. And I was like, oh, if if he has this great life, I want that life. Yeah. So I'll try acting.
0: Uh-huh. Um, so
1: then that's when I started. I got one line in The Crucible in uh, freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the deputy governor's arrived, is what I said, as Hopkins. And did
0: you say it like that? Or? No,
1: I was really good. Okay,
0: good, good,
1: good, good. And I'd done, like, I'd done a kid's theater thing before that. But that was my first, like... Oh, I like it cuz then you're every day you're hanging out with girls. It was all <laughs> driven by by girls. I
0: guess that's pretty yeah. I feel pretty like normal, I know a, right? I know a couple. Yeah, I would say guys, the a lot of my creative guy friends uh, sight girls either for because of for, for music like I got into music because a girls okay. or I got into theater. Right, you hear that
1: about music? Yeah. yeah, I played jazz trumpet, which did not pull a lot of girls. I, mean, I guess that probably didn't. So I did that just for me. So I <laughs> it was in the jazz band, but then I did plays for the girls
0: because
1: there were not a lot of attractive girls.
0: How in did it work out?
1: Which one? The getting, girl getting thing? The girls. Oh, horribly, really bad. So you bad. were
0: you were around them, but that didn't necessarily give you like the moves and
1: the... no. Well, because what I would do is is fall for the older ones mm. who were our, who were like fucking college kids. Mm-hmm. Like there was there were no no way a super dorky freshman was gonna get any of these girls. But I was I like girls more than guys. I'm very into like I'm a good friend. So I friend zone. I before that was a term. I just right. lived. I friend zone population one. Mm-hmm. I was there. I would, I, I think, I, I do believe I once drove uh, Andy Davis, the crush of my life. She was, I think only a year uh, older than me. I believe I drove her on my Honda Elite scooter to a boy's house once. Oh, uh,
0: yeah.
1: And deposited very her there Hughes-ian. to go, very very go John have Hughes-ian. sex. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then I Then I drove away crying probably right <laughs>
0: well too. even a yeah. year's difference in high school is like five years difference and, for yeah and, girls. and
1: what was weird though i mean i did it's not to say i didn't get girls i had i had a couple girlfriend i had, yeah i had a good good i did okay but not so, the ones i wanted it yeah. was just like oh the kind of nerdy the kind of kind of uh, uh butch um biker girl girl who mountain biked <laughs> everywhere and wore patagonia jackets i like um, this
0: girl i like this girl she's
1: great and she, her parents were English, and and we could I could sneak in and out of her house, mm-hmm. and, and so we were just booty calls for each other. Yeah. For couple, so she knew. Did
0: you? So you felt like it was mutual that you guys were both kind of like. Oh well, yeah, she this would call do. me drunk.
1: I well because I have, and maybe I'll, I'll send you one of these. I have. So I had an answering machine. My parents got sick of me. Getting this phone This Ber- is this
0: in Berkeley. Berkeley, yeah, oh, yeah it's okay.
1: Berkeley High. Um, oh, there's a dog sniffing. Um, I had um, an, I got an answering machine, and there were regular cassette tapes. So I, I never rewound. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I kept them, flipped them over, oh, and then wrote the dates on them. Put them Good in a in a box. You. So I have maybe forty, and I have them all digitized. I've I've them all on CD now. Yeah, I haven't listened to them you. yet. God. So I have like four. I have three plus years of every Jesus. message. And and how since many I had my
0: tapes own, is that? for thirty
1: or forty. That's great. Thirty, forty, ninety-minute tapes, I guess. Yeah. And so, since mine was the only, uh, I, I was like the, one of the only ones with a private um, number. Uh, mine became the repository for drunken phone calls oh, and or, or, or weird confessions oh, or shit. Yeah. So it, it's a someday I'm going to do something with it. Yeah. I just don't know what. Yeah. And recently, I had them digitized because I started worrying about the audio tape. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah.
0: Um. God, I'm really envious of that. There's so much stuff like that that I just don't have any record of and thus have also probably no memory of because it just disappears if I don't have a physical representation of something anymore. Well, that's
1: what I was worried about. And so I listen to these things every once in a while and occasionally I'd be like, oh my God, I forgot about that person because I'm not a big Facebooker. I'm also not super like my life got more interesting once I left high school. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't go, I don't like long to know what happened to a lot of those people. I don't really care that much. Yeah. Um, it's funny because
0: as someone from Arizona who wanted to live in San Francisco from the time I visited there when I was 13 the whole Bay Area to me in my 13 year old mind probably up through graduating high school would be like well, I would care about that if yeah. I were an amazing place right. like that. I'm sure if I were at Berkeley High, I sure. would like have all these amazing friends. Well, the, and, the, you know.
1: the, the fact of the matter is is unlike many things in life, your your weird vision from uh, 1,200 miles away in the desert was true. Like yeah. everyone was, I, I the people that I want to know what happened to, I know. Right. I'm just talking about like the riffraff, like yeah. the 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 side friends. Yeah. But I'm still friends with all my friends from, like, when I was three. Yeah. I have a running... Did
0: you guys all go to the same school? Yeah, yeah. Pretty much all the way through?
1: Yeah, like, one would, like... One dropped, like, got sent to, like, reform school Uh and then got his GED, but he came back into the fold. One moved away, but came... But, like, I have a running on... I'm sure it's going to start going off any minute. I have a running text chain on my phone with, like, six guys from when I was three and four. Oh, great. Every day, all day, like...
0: That's so yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's that really, is weird. really amazing. And my
1: mom lives in the same house that I grew up in. I have the same phone number. Yeah. She has the same phone number. Did
0: you do you have siblings?
1: I have yeah, I have an older sister, but she lives in uh, Wisconsin.
0: Okay. How much older is she? 2 years. Okay. And was it just your mom with you? No, guys no, no. Up or your dad too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um Wow, that's so cool.
1: Yeah. But so I so everyone have, I mean, needs, I
0: have one friend that I've known, that, known about yeah. that long and it, to me it's we hang on to each other for dear life. Right. Not that we talk that we don't talk that yeah. much, but just to have contained that friendship and had the memories that we have, um and to be able to like he's literally the only person because these guys know, but i've got I did like one, two, three in one school, three, four, five, six oh, okay. in one school right, seven right, right. eight, and they were all magnet schools, so you're just like never in the same place, so the fact that I have this friend that I went to yeah. all of the schools with. Right. Is like he, he's the only link I have to. He'll always know who I'm talking right. about. Everyone well, else will be like, "Oh, I didn't." Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who you're talking Yeah. Well,
1: about. we did that too, though. But we we did jump exact yeah. same thing. Um, uh, but but they all we all went together. Are for, they all? Are they
0: creatives? Or are they? Is it a no. disparate uh, group? A,
1: a, yeah. Well, one's an, one is actually down here, and he's an actor. Um, but then one uh, is a school teacher. One is a fundraiser for uh, the university. Um, one installs solar panels um, and one lives in Seattle he's been in Iraq for like six years and I was back in Seattle oh, wow. so they're all like di- disparate Yeah, we just talk about sports and, and make fun of each other oh that's like what I was going to ask then. you next was like we what dro-
0: is it, what are the common it sports, ties yeah. it is yeah. what sports are you into
1: um, well, I'm I'm the Giants, okay. so we talk about the Giants a lot, and yeah. and they and me to a lesser extent, the Warriors right now are are doing well. Okay, and then football, but we just kind of anything, we yeah, just, or we just like what we called it back then, cap on each other all day. Mm-hmm, so we just mm-hmm. like make your mama jokes and like Perfect. we were still. Your child, yeah.
0: you we just say the n word a lot less than we used to,
1: and and like we say faggot uh, less. We don't do as long as it still
0: of... gets tucked in there once in a while, I'm sure just it does remind everybody you're keeping it real. Yeah,
1: it's keep it real. Exactly. Do you go, you
0: see each other that often? You guys, yeah,
1: Because yeah. I go up to visit my mom like maybe four or five times a year. Well,
0: that is a bonus that you're close by and that it's an. It's a ama- place it, that's great to be. I don't I, I, don't I, don't ha- I don't.
1: I don't think about it because I don't I don't. I don't think about it because I have it like a lot of things in life mm-hmm. that we do, but. It, it really is a rooting a rooting thing mm-hmm. to have um to have a place that you came from that is still there and mm-hmm. people that you came from who are still there absolutely I know a lot of people whose whose parents you know quickly moved out of the 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 town they grew up and they have no reason to go back and they never right. do right. is that you or are your parents um,
0: still there? I don't go back that often that's for sure are they still there uh both my parents are still there they were not together from when I was little like okay. little like I don't have any members of them together but um but I don't. I don't feel compelled to go to Tucson for sure. Right. Yeah, I don't sure. have that thing. I mean, when I go, I'm like, oh, it's great. As long as I'm not going when it's hot. There's an article
1: um, about Tucson in the New oh, York Times there? today. Oh, there is. Yeah, the uh, travel section, I believe.
0: I got excited because Lorraine Newman was a crossword puzzle clue in the New York Times crossword. Is she from today. there? uh i well uh no no but i mean oh, oh, like separately. in the new york times, yeah the new york that's just, this just the a new york is times moment that, yeah we're just yeah. having a new york times yeah. moment you we're and me i got really excited and i had to text her and thought i know i'm got to be like the 800th were percent. you the first i don't know i didn't hear oh, about okay. <laughs> <laughs> somebody gets to be <laughs> a crossword clue goes a little Will too shorts good and, yeah a yeah, little too good for me i get it um did you play sports in high school
1: um, not not like um, uh, what do you call them? Intramural or not? Yeah. varsity or anything. Not like that. as part of no, just schooling. side. No, I I because I I was like the of these group of guys. I was like the theater nerd, jazz nerd, so, and so I straddled all those. I straddled mm. worlds. Yeah, so that no, makes sense to me. I didn't play. Yeah, um, I, I I was less good at most of those sports than all of these all of my friends. Okay, I was just good enough to like. I was good enough to play, but I wouldn't probably. Not, I wouldn't be picked last, but you know,
0: right? I had and, some and they're all close with each other. Too. Yeah. Like, is it? God, I just yeah. think that's so cool.
1: I mean, I, I, when I come into town, I'm, I'm, I can be a catalyst to get them together because right. you know, life is. I don't see my friends here in L.A. unless we're all doing something together. Yeah. Or unless I put them in my in, on my TV show. Yeah. Like Todd, you know.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's a good way to. I mean, that's something that I have figured out. Also, It's like, boy, if you want to see somebody. It's really good if you can connect it to something that feels like a work commitment in some way because right. otherwise time just gets so nebulous. And it's just, so like, hard. It flows yeah. and, and, and exists so differently in my head. It really
1: does. And and what what I found, I don't know if you have this, but people less and less ha- host events, like host, mm-hmm. not even parties. I don't, I don't really go to parties anymore, yeah. like barbecues or, or like dinners a game or whatever. Night or, it doesn't really happen I know. that much. God,
0: I, that bums me out because I, I do enjoy... I enjoy a structured event yeah. like that. That's well, we've, great deal. we
1: we really try to. We have probably at least, you know, 4 or 5 things every year. Like That's like great. Oscar night we host every year or like we'll do like three barbecues or or whatever just to like give people an excuse to get together. Yeah. I just feel like it's it feels like a service and then I get kind of bu- <laughs> And then I get kind of well it's it's both lazy like here come to my house right, so I don't have right. to leave.
0: Oh my god, I'm very that.
1: Yeah, but also also it, it's it, it is kind of a service but then I get mad cuz a lot of people don't then reciprocate cuz right. they don't have to. It's right. not it's not a tit for tat thing but right. um yeah, but I was just thinking so if any of my friends are listening, have more fucking little game nights <laughs> or barbecues.
0: You know what, you'll be glad you did. Yeah. Cuz the, the 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 commitment to make it sometimes I get sort of there is that sense, I think, again, because we when you get busy here, it's a very specific kind of exhausting busy, and it's usually a very social busy. Right. It's like if you're shooting something, yeah. you're around people 16, 18 hours a day yeah. already. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily, especially if you're like me, which is, I guess I feel, figured out that I was an introvert, which is to say that I do need to recharge my battery by myself, right, sure. whereas I have friends who... Do all of that, and then they still want to go out and have drinks until two a.m. with the person that they worked with until six.
1: Oh yeah. Oh god, that. And I'm just not that way. I may
0: have been at one point, but I do need to kind of like separate. And so I think when you when when we have this sort of like crazy awesome social job that's exhausting in its own right, it's and and we're producing stuff, right? Right. Then it's like, oh, I have to produce this other social event with my friends that somehow feels like work but then when you do it you're like oh no this is great like why did i oh why yeah did i do this more sort of thing
1: yeah and le- well except when you're cleaning up at like one in the morning Certainly. or setting up that
0: i'm a big cleanup as i go or even oh, if it means like i'm listening vegan. to a conversation as i'm doing dishes but don't you think you're sending a sig-
1: you're sending a signal to go home i might be yeah that's I mean, what it occurs to me. So I wait. Right. I, I'm a big drunk
0: cleaner-upper. I love. <laughs> I love that. It's much more fun. Oh, when so you're much fun. Definitely a little disconnected from the job and chore of it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um. What was your was your mom did like? Were your parents very social? Did you sort of have like? Did you have a lot of people around when you were growing up, or did you? Was it kind of more of a quiet? Um. World?
1: I, it felt very quiet. Um. In my memory. What did your parents do? Um. My dad was a high school teacher at a mm-hmm. really bad school in Oakland. Oh, very, very bad. My school. dad's a high school teacher. Oh yeah? Yeah. What? Well,
0: what? I should say he retired. English.
1: Okay. My dad was history and government, but then eventually English and um
0: teaching at a school in Oakland where like no one cared.
1: Yeah, and then no Not one spoke English. Then eventually a wave of like Vietnamese immigrants and soon like no one was speaking English and mm. um and uh and my mom didn't work until I was like in third grade and then she be- then she went and became an elementary school librarian. Mm-hmm. Until recent until like 3 4 years ago she retired finally.
0: I think a, I think that's one of those like careers that I know very little about. I'm I, I that I don't mean to to down talk like I don't think there's much to it. I'm sure there is. Yeah. I it's one of those things like you know people have those sort of weird fantasy alternate universe jobs right. where you're like you say you want to own a flower store it's always like yeah. whatever you see in romantic comedies women's version <laughs> yes. is like, "Oh, you work in a magazine right. oh, you have a you have yeah. your own little bakery." And you sort oh, right, right, of, and right, right. then you put it together. Like you know, what I don't know. I think what I'm romanticizing is probably a very small part of the job, and the rest of it is like just yeah. as stressful as anything else. Yeah. But I think a school librarian is probably one of those for me. In there, well, it's like yeah. recommending books to elementary school kids, like getting someone familiar with Roald Dahl for right. the first time, like there's something very magical. And then
1: in the romantic comedy, the guy would end up having to come and see you, and then end up reading to the to the right. class that's right embarrassing I would himself. be
0: reading I would look up yeah. all the kids would turn around and be like oh, so, 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 so,
1: yeah 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 and, and then, then you're like would, well yeah. and you're mad at him at that point because he did yeah. something oh, yes. in Very the end agree. of in the middle beginning of the third act yes so then you have to well it's story time yeah if you want to be here you have to read yeah and, you, and then he'll start reading it and you'll go uh-uh you have to do the voices yeah and then he'll start to do the voices and the kids will and then one kid will laugh and say and raise his hand and say something that, uh, that was way above like <laughs> <laughs> the wit and wisdom for a seven, yes, seven-year-old. Yes. A very They'll make fun wise, of him. They'll make fun yeah. of him, and finally, then one girl—the girl you'd been trying to like, sort of pull out of her mm-hmm. shell the whole time—will mm-hmm. then say something about your, rela- you know, yep. you know, she likes you, or, um, or or whatever, and it'll be a magic moment. Yeah. And then
0: yeah, it's like everything comes full circle. Yeah, that
1: happened like, to my mom. Like, so like every,
0: <laughs> I'm sure it. did. Oh
1: my she had so many so affairs many suitors with suitors like,
0: yeah. and so many. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. No, it was oh, more like oh, we're having earthquake retrofitting or oh, there was asbestos so now for the next qu- entire year the library is going to be in the gym uh, and you will share it with blah, blah, blah or yeah. there's now no funding for this.
0: Sure. I'm sure that's a huge part of it.
1: Or there there was, a, there was a part where she was like, you know, like years later I'd see, you know, she'd come to my school or whatever for a jazz concert or whatever and be like, um, uh, yeah, Josh, come here. You owe me, you, you still ch- haven't returned X know. from 10 years
0: ago. <laughs> that does feel like still a movie for sure. That is a movie. That's yeah. like a, di- that's a different, maybe that's, sh- maybe that's a TV show where you actually get to see the ins and outs of like public education reform or non-reform sure. and you get to see everything kind of cracking and oh peeling God. at the edges. I think that wasn't that
1: the wire that's season. That's basically the wire four, season three, season four. Three, I don't know. Yeah. Three.
0: Were there only f- f- season three, there season were five four seasons. was, were there five? Mm-hmm. Then I think it was season four.
1: Season five is the one that they tell you not to watch, and so we didn't.
0: I'm definitely watching. I think it's four.
1: Yeah. yeah, four is the the kid. It doesn't that, get. It certainly doesn't
0: get th- any better than that season. Because
1: three is, gets. Is if, two did the stevedores. Mm-hmm. Three got back to the the wire. Wire right, right, the, right. the cops, and then four and then four was, four like, was education system everything's falling to pieces. Slash, Carcetti running for government.
0: Right. Oh, it's so fucking good. Yeah. yeah, so good. It's so good. Um, did you have a sense of that, like in? In terms of again, this sort of comes from me being in Arizona and having a specific idea about what mm. the Bay Area was. But did you have? Did you feel engaged culturally and socially yes. in a way yes. that I'm sure I didn't? Because yeah,
1: I, I knew I, I was very aware the entire time I was in it that this was a really really fun place to grow up, mm-hmm. and
0: that's so good.
1: It's a, it's to have that awareness. I wasn't really aware in a visceral sense. I was in sort of a amorphous sense. Um, of how sort of liberal and skewed my worldview was compared to most of the country in which I live right. let alone the world right. so it wasn't until I went on a I believe it was a JSA trip to Washington D.C. Junior Statesman of America where all we did was get really drunk and miss all the buses and yeah. I yelled at the C-SPAN lady and embarrassed myself in front of 200 people um, <laughs>
0: But, Why did you yell at the C-SPAN lady? Oh,
1: God. Well, I, I was just such a little fucking cocksucker. And I was... <laughs> I, a, a, C-Span, a woman from C-SPAN had been invited to come and speak to us. And she kept just... It felt to me, mm-hmm. as a little Berkeley uh-huh. radical, that she was just pimping her, her news channel uh-huh. rather than giving us information <laughs> that we needed as future statesmen of America. Uh-huh. And so I was like, can you stop trying to sell me on your network? Oh, God. <laughs> you Listen corporate to you. fat cat and, yeah.
0: you <laughs> and, were that kid.
1: Yeah, and they talked me. Down. I remember. Yeah, the, they were like they apologized on my behalf, and, and oh, I think I got kicked out. But um, it wasn't that intel And so anyway, me and one of these guys, we went just to cause trouble in D.C. And two, um, we they, they dormed us with like two kids from like Kansas. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember then, and there so there were kids from all over the country, and we were talking about abortion. And I remember like. We were like the only two people who believed that it should be a woman's choice. And, oh, and I was like,
0: oh, hang I on. get it. Yeah. And these are supposed to be the sort of like future leaders of America, I want to assume.
1: Well, and they were just, they were cool kids. They were just like yeah. normal kids. They yeah. may have had Southern accents or f- talk funny, but yeah. talked
0: Talk funny. Did you, were you that person in class in general? Like were you sort of uh, a, the wiseacre or? Yeah. Uh, and were you a good student?
1: I was a good student. Yeah, I mean, if
0: you were in clubs like that, you know. and stuff. Well,
1: and no, that was just music. for the trip to DC. Yeah, I see. <laughs> good thing because we could never afford to travel as a kid, and yeah. so there was some there was some uh, economic element of it that that led me to want to do it. But um, no, I was a great kid. I um, <laughs> I was so sorry, great student. <laughs> in that I I figured out I could sort of see the matrix, mm-hmm. and so I knew what I needed to do uh, in a, at a bare minimum to get, I, I could always fake my way through anything. I right. faked my way through four years of jazz, because never practicing, but just being kind of entertaining enough Uh to be valuable that's sort of that's sort of my trajectory as a kid I was (laughs) I was kind of uh, I I didn't contribute that much but I was entertaining uh, enough to to be like 51% yes we're gonna vote him to to the (laughs) key right right. I always knew where 50% cut off was Uh and I always was just over the line yeah but I know I got straight A's um, but I I learned how to cheat very early Um, I walked around just with with test answers on my shoes literally all over my (laughs) shoes (laughs) <laughs> Teachers never looked down for some reason. Um,
0: Were you going to a big enough school that that stuff wouldn't be caught? Because it was just like we have to just. Probably,
1: you know. I mean, three thousand students. Yeah. Um, a friend, uh, 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 me and one of my friends, we got an AP English, I think, senior year, and we took a, we made a vow to not read one single the book, single book <laughs> assigned, and see if we could still get A's, oh, no. and we did. Oh no. We just faked our way through the essay. <laughs> And this, the internet wasn't really a thing yet. It was no, just a nerdy underground thing. So, yeah. this was just Cliff Notes and and reading the back of the book and, and being able to argue. Uh, I think that's why I, I can write a little bit because I'm able to sort of argue any point. Uh-huh. I can sort of take any side. So, I could just pick a thesis. Remember, Essays? God. Yeah. Pick a thesis and argue it properly, yeah. um, whether it was really relevant to the book or not. Uh-huh. Um, and just tie it in, but um, yeah, no. So I was a, I was a good student, uh, but not a great kid. Like I was in trouble a lot with the, and and oh, uh, I think I, l- I just learned very early on that you get a do- you get a dopamine release when people laugh when you say something. So. Yeah, and and it, it's much like any evolution, any Darwinism, a, a, a trait that's useful, then then that the animal learns to um, cultivate it.
0: Absolutely, but did you have a sense? I'm trying to think if I did because there's a lot that I can relate to about what you were talking about. And I'm trying to remember if I had a sense that there was unrealized potential that I was just choosing not to pursue as a young person Uh because I wasn't an overachiever. And I think I had some of that, too. That was like, what's I don't I want everyone to think that I'm this. Yeah. And so I definitely don't want to, like, get C's. Right. You know, and I'm comfortable always being sort of at the top of the class. Yeah. But I also am not fervently pursuing knowledge and if it's a situation where like I could just as easily cheat on a math test as do as 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 <laughs> honestly anything. do it and learn yeah. it and then get a bad grade or risk getting a poor right. grade I would just be like well why wouldn't I just get the a? Yeah, I, I,
1: I think I was the same way I don't think I thought that I could be a you know physicist if I had just applied myself uh, and really I mean to show how bare minimum I, I did uh when I decided that I was going to go to acting school because I didn't get into either Yale or Brown, which were my two academics, but I got into all six BFA programs that I applied to mm-hmm. for acting. That very day, I dropped out of both calculus and physics uh-huh. and switched and said to double piano and <laughs> and double lunch.
0: You could switch to double lunch,
1: double lunch, amazing. And I started third period. Double lunch. I started my senior year was the best year of my life. I started third. <laughs> I started third period. I took. Me and Rebecca Romain, who's now yeah, yeah Rebecca sure. Romain. We just we just uh, sat in a, a piano room together, and she oh sang God, and I that's played so piano. Funny for for an hour and a half. Did you
0: have credits? Did you get more credits early that you were able yes. to do that? Yes. So that's the thing, so right? I think I, that you had this? You skated by with that because like I was in already... jazz,
1: so I think that counted as huh. credit. And. Um, so I, I, I did that. Li- I
0: would have been so much happier as a person if I could have oh, started yeah. school at third period time oh, instead yeah. of first period. Of I time. I double
1: lunch. I think I took double like lunch. I took journalism also with Rebecca, and we wrote a we wrote a the only article we ever wrote was one on weird candy. Uh-huh. We just went to the store, bought all those weird candies uh-huh. like big cherry or big hunk or uh-huh. Zaba and did, t- t- tasted them. And then we'd uh-huh. hang out in a park and just like smoke pot and shit. And um and my girlfriend. Her family got scared from the earthquake and moved back to to Taos, New Mexico, and left her there.
0: Oh, oh,
1: so they rented her a room in this woman, old woman's house. Oh my! So she had her own apartment, basically. Yeah.
0: Oh so, yeah, and my parents—I like, I never had any life.
1: rules, and I had my own like motor scooter. So I would just sleep at my girlfriend's house, yeah. go to class at like ten, oh my play God. piano with her, with a cute future yeah. supermodel.
0: Was everyone, were people envious of you or was everybody like doing their own thing and not everyone was attention? At that
1: point, everyone is doing their own thing. Yeah. And then I'm going to New York in six months. Yeah. So fuck all you.
0: Had you been to New York before? Had you visited it? I
1: visited it uh, under the auspices of checking out NYU, but it was really just for a girl. Okay. That I met at camp. Yeah, who lived in Rochester, oh, yeah. New York. Yeah, and you
0: had that experience in Chicago. Yeah, too. so I
1: went to went to New York, stayed uh, when I I I just yeah. It just, all
0: sounds very fearless to me. I keep coming back to that because I think I was a bit of a fearful kid. Yeah, I mean, I definitely had I did a ton of drugs and stuff, so it's not okay. Like I was yeah, like, I I'm do, a I was afraid I wasn't of that in that way. Yeah. Oh, you were. I was. You so you but you smoked pot, I guess.
1: I smoked. Well, I smoked tons of pot since like junior high.
0: What was your style like? Like, what music were you into, and what were your, what did you look like? I love I love
1: the door. Mm-hmm. I loved, um, like Guns N' Roses, loved hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like, I still listen to, um, on Sirius XM, or yeah, there's, uh, the backspin 40, mm-hmm. Channel 46, and mm-hmm. it's all like, you know, that Old, kind of shit. Black Sheep, and yeah. Eric B. Rockham. Um, so I listened to a lot of, uh, rap and I listened to a lot of jazz actually. Um, I didn't really have a style. I wore, I wore Birkenstocks, but I wasn't like, I didn't have dreadlocks or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, just sort of a norm. I wear flannels and, I, you know, a little, little little grungy, a little grungy maybe. A yeah. um, little drama nerdy. I, again, it's just sort of straddling everything. I yeah. never committed to anything, mm-hmm, basically. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I can relate to yeah, that.
1: Yeah, I just was like, I'm kind of this, kind of that. Yeah, Because it allows you to also then mock all those things. <laughs> and sort of, so if you're, in, you're you're kind of outside everything, you don't have to yeah. really... And I think that was a big vibe I I remember very distinctly this is a terrible thing about my personality it doesn't exist anymore to that extent but I but I was so sort of removed from I remember I think sophomore year I had a girl like sleep I was house sitting and a girl came and it was our first like you know we're gonna be in bed and sleep all night and everything and I remember like making out with her and and sort of like doing a sides like over her shoulder like this is weird (laughs) To no one, <laughs> to no one. I was so like, like this is going to be an interesting memory. Like, yeah. I didn't care about her. Yeah. No offense to yeah. you, Rebecca, but uh-huh. um, yeah, it was. So I, I, I think I felt like I was already kind of half out of there anyway, mm-hmm. all, all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I think, yeah, it's just weird. I, I was always sort of like I didn't like hang out in my house a lot. I always kind of wanted to be al- elsewhere and, mm-hmm. um. So yeah, I was just sort of removed from from a lot of the things I did.
0: I mean, it really sounds like you you really honed a sense of like irony and yes, sort of that yes. like being being able to sort of be smugly ironic, yeah. like all that kind of stuff. Well, I forever. think my my
1: I don't think my mom is the sweetest woman in the world, but I don't think my household was very sincere. Maybe mm. maybe that's it. There was. We were, you know, we never... The, I, I don't remember ever not sitting in front of the TV as a family watching sitcoms mm-hmm. it, while eating dinner. Mm-hmm. We watched these 7 p.m. reruns on the local stations of... Not reruns. It was syndication. Mm-hmm. I would learn later. I didn't know what it was. But like of of Cheers and mm-hmm. MASH and Barney Nightcourt. Miller and Night and the, Yeah. And and Cosby Show. And, and so we, I, I think I just learned sort of... And they're, they're Anglophiles. They're not English. But so there's a lot of like Benny Hill... And stuff like that, so I think early on, there was sort of a sense of kind of a um, uh, 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 British stoicism and mm-hmm. irony mm-hmm. about things we weren't a we weren't a family of screamers we weren't like I hear about those big Italian like families sure. and and these big blow ups and yeah though my sister you know I remember her fighting a lot with my dad particularly, there was not a lot of like there wasn't a lot of chaos it was yeah. just sort of a uh, detachment and sort of a quiet like, like let's just all kind of be quiet.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> well, that's what, cause what's forming for me, which I'm interested in, you can tell me if I'm totally off on this is that, you know, there are the guys who are sort of relegated to the friend zone a lot yeah. in high school. And they also are like really sensitive and they're sort of too, like they become the friend and then they they don't have, like, there's no cockiness to those guys. And that's not, right. doesn't sound like you at all. So it doesn't sound like, it doesn't sound like it's the you. Like, I had guy friends that I found out later had crushes on me. I yeah. was like, dude, I, I mean, I don't know if it would have happened, but, like, I didn't even know. I thought right. we were just buds. Yeah. Versus, like, the guy who, you know, was like, I have to chew Tums because it's painful for me to be with you and not be able to like, <laughs> oh, no, no you. No. You know what I'm saying? Like
1: Yeah, no, I didn't do that. I, I bet if you asked them, a lot of them would be like, Oh really? Yeah. And again, not that's that they the would be like, like "Oh, I totally would have done that." Right. I think there was a sense of, "Oh, I thought you were just like, like you made fun of me all the time." Yeah. You know, like yeah, I, I think I probably treated these a lot of these girls even older than me like the kid sister I never had. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's I never that's thought like of a that
0: specific. I mean, that's a that's a that's a specific kind of confidence, and is and it's a, and it's interesting to have a crush on someone and to have the game face. Yeah, game facery to be able yeah. to sort of push past that and still be around them versus the sort of you know yeah. sad sack friend or the sort of like broken hearted, oh. like I'm writing poetry in a corner because I can't get girls kind of friend.
1: Oh, I knew there was a, a, a guy I, I still know, but I, he was the, yes, he was the forlorn sad sack, made, made it uh completely, but he was more ballsy, but made it apparent to them. Yeah. That's why I was just scared, but I had a really sophisticated sense of of irony and um, I'm an incredibly high self monitorer mm-hmm. which may probably is why I'm not like 100% good as an actor I'm like 90% good like I'm good mm-hmm. but I was never like I could never quite lose myself because mm-hmm. I was always aware of exactly what I was doing That makes sense um, but but I think yeah so I was incredibly aware of not embarrassing myself
0: did you have did anyone break through that if not in high school then in college or at any point i mean obviously you're happily married and have a beautiful uh fiance fiance, i should say um and uh and and a baby on the way but um did you have did you did you did you have because romance tends to be i think the place where people find themselves out of control yes did you have someone where you're like oh fuck yes. i don't i can't rely on any of those yeah, things that, anymore it was
1: my senior year girlfriend the, the one who ended up living alone but she she was a she was, so uh it was really really romantic in my mind but so i took drama the high school program became just wasn't what i wanted to do so i found this outside school and a lot of us from berkeley high took there and we'd take summer programs and, and and we'd put on our own show. And so we couldn't do the high school shows and the high school was mad about that, but whatever. <laughs> and I, and, and I, and I became really good friends with this teacher, Bruce Ducat. And uh, we're still friends. And I would hang out at the, it was in this old church on the other side of Berkeley. And I remember one day leaving and this girl pulls up in a red, she has red hair. She's in a red pickup truck with New Mexico license plate. Oh, sure. And is like, Hey, do you know where I can find the drama studio? And I was like, oh yeah, it's actually in here. And she got out and she had like big old titties and she was wearing like <laughs> oh, no. she was wearing like um I think she was wearing double denim uh-huh. and cowboy boots. So very like you you know, southwest yeah. trash. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, red hair like Big mane of lion's mane yeah, of red hair. Yeah, she sounds like
0: she's stepping. I mean, like and that's she a was fantasy, new. It's weird. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, and she was new. She I was, mean, a
0: fantasy that you don't even know you have. You don't have. until and you see was, it, and it's so specific it, that you're like, that's it was, just right. I've never she seen was that.
1: she was not fat, but she was a big girl and drove her own pickup truck with a stick. And I was like, and I was like, who? Are, and I had heard that there was this girl moving in Mexico from my drama teacher, and she he was she was going to take the thing, and she was like, maybe you can show her around. And then I saw her, and I was like. Oh yes, this has to happen. Uh-huh. Like because she's new and I was so sick of all the girls, either the stuck up rich girls who would never have me or the, the girls I fell in love with who had left and mm-hmm. so they were no longer here. Mm-hmm. All the girls in my class were just like, uh, eh, you know, whatever. They were, you know, played volleyball and and, and they were gonna go to <laughs> That's like known, to your they point. were gonna go to it's UC known. Davis. Yeah. And I needed something more interesting and she came and then so I just fell head over heels, made to ass of myself for months. Friend zoned, but also I. I just worked. I worked it so hard. Got her.
0: <laughs> what does that mean?
1: I. I. I developed a really re, like. I developed a lot of like really sneaky game. Like. Like my like. Like mind shit. Not negging. It was. Right, it right. was never like anti-feminist. It wasn't like. But it was just. I found ways to like. When an angler catches a fish, I knew exactly when to when to pull and then when to give, let mm-hmm. her run for a while.
0: I mean, that's yeah, that's a tricky conversation, but it it does that goes that goes in line with like the sort of constant heterosexual arguments that um, people find themselves in that have a lot to do with like, well, if someone says they don't want any games, but then you sort of play it, whatever, playing it straight and ahead and honestly, right. ends up like on, on either side, either oh, yeah. sex will end up being like, sorry, you know, it's just, I'm not that intro well, bored. Particularly, like there's, you know, it's, particularly it's
1: women under 25. Mm-hmm. There, there, I think a lot of them are still working through those, whether they're daddy issues or, or otherwise the asshole phase. Mm-hmm. And the inability to be attracted to anyone who likes them, mm-hmm. uh, and, and guys certainly have that too. But I, but I, I've noticed it in women a lot. So, so it, it's really difficult, I think. And and so, again, like that Darwinian thing I was talking about. I, I, I was gonna, you know, I was out in the forest. I was gonna starve if I didn't learn to develop other ways right, of hunting. Right, right. Yeah. So I had to learn to trap or camouflage. I had to develop. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, it wasn't. Bru- I was not gonna catch the dough with brute force right. or speed. Right. They were all faster than me. Yeah. So I had to develop tricky, <laughs> tricky stealth. little yeah Super stealth. Yourself. Yeah. Um, I get it
0: though. I get it. I mean that's a really specific. Like I feel like I understand what you mean by it. it's not about making her feel bad, but it's definitely about not handing her your heart because no. like a girl doesn't know what to. She doesn't want that. Like most girls. At and that I knew time, that, yeah. didn't, I didn't and, I know I don't think I wanted it. I knew
1: that because I was so many I was I was such good friends with so many women mm-hmm. and genu- and some of them were genuine, mm-hmm. not all of them I had crushes on. Right, right. Um and then I also w- was dating or 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 whatever sleeping with people that I wasn't actually that interested in. So, I was sort of doing all the field work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then when this girl came along and when I finally got her, I fuck just fucked it up miserably. It took Mm -hmm. a few months, but I but I eventually fucked it up. Um, And uh, uh, sure enough, I did. And (laughs) um, but that that my I got my little fool heart broken, and that carried over to then a lot of bad behavior in college because I was still like, well, then when you give your heart when you actually open it up. You you walk in at a at a um, at a cast party and see them making out with a rugby player mm. uh, in in the room in, in the kitchen yeah. and, and then they break up with you and uh, when you have a problem with that and uh, mm-hmm. and the, the the horrible part uh, she and I oh. were doing a play called Women in Wallace um, in which I was the lead and it was me and seven women. And uh, this
0: is perfect. Feels very metaphorical. Right and now.
1: yeah, and so it was. It traced this guy. It, I think the kid was like. It was. A, it was a high school age. play. He had won the Young Playwrights Festival at Louisville with this play. And um, uh, anyway, so it was all all the women of his life from his kid sister or from the the six year old or whatever, all the way up to this girl who then then saved him. And and she was playing that one. And I had to mm-hmm. kiss her and fall in love with her. Every night on stage, oh, God. and I remember leaving tech rehearsal and walking to Live Oak Park, and it was raining, and sitting on a park bench crying in the rain during te- during like our, our lunch break from tech, and then going yeah. back and rehearsing with her while she was like oh. she wasn't texting because I wasn't texting, but she was like dating this rugby player. Yeah, it was horrible. Oh God, it was yeah, it was it was kind of <sighs> miserable. Years later, she became a Scientologist and um, and tried to fuck me into Scientology. And, <laughs> and uh, when I came, when I moved to LA. And I think she still is. So. God, you are the
0: last, okay. maybe the last person I could ever imagine, especially after everything we just talked about, the last person I can imagine being like, you know what? I think this is for me. <laughs> I think Scientology is the way the way for me.
1: These e-meters are incredible.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, God. No. Oh, boy. All right, listen, I'm going to get into this Smash game and I'm very excited about it. <laughs> um, okay, first category will be uh, three. <laughs> I'm trying to base this off of things we've talked about, as well as as, as just okay. my favorite categories. But three, t like three TV families, and that doesn't mean it doesn't have to be like a family. It could be a workplace comedy or whatever. Oh. But like three TV shows from you know at some point in your life. Isn't it, it can be from back then all the way up till now okay. that uh, it would be rad to sort of just hang out with if, if it was all if it was all sort of real.
1: Um, I think uh, the uh, Keatons from Family Ties. great. Uh, Hots for the sister. Um, uh, really smart, cool uh, older brother, and then like a younger sister you could just who's trash and yeah. you and then hippie parents. And they yeah. had like this dope craftsman. Yeah. Weren't they supposed to live in like Cleveland or Cincinnati? I don't it was remember never where quite. Where they lived.
0: Someplace, it was someplace central. I don't know. For some reason, I ever think of them as being in a kind of a liberal place, but it's probably just because of who the parents were.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, the Cosbys. I just had such a crush on Felicia Rashad as a kid.
0: Adorable. She I was... love that everyone else had a crush on Lisa Bonet and you had a crush on Felicia. Isn't
1: Rashad. that weird? Perfect. That's so funny. Um, I'm going to say. Uh, this is not a family, but I'm going to say the uh, the family of uh, the Larry Sanders show.
0: Absolutely. Great choice. Great choice. Love it, love it, love it. Okay. Uh, this is uh, real life places uh, three that would be fun to have a vacation home.
1: Uh, Cinque Terre in Italy.
0: I had to think about whether I could spell that and remember how to. I,
1: think I did well <laughs> Cinque Terre. I, I spelled it, I pronounced it wrong. Um, uh, vacation House. Um, uh, Big sir. Great. And um, I will say, um, I will say Paris.
0: Great. I would take any and all of those myself. My, my
1: friends Absolutely. bought my friends' parents bought a apartment in Paris, and they spend like half the year there. And <sighs> and we went and visited. I was like, holy
0: shit. Do you think they're ever like? Oh my God! We have a place in Paris, and we spend half the year. Here, <laughs> yeah, they pro- just not think about no, it. No,
1: they're probably they
0: probably do yeah. say that. Yeah, it's absolutely. nice to speaking of having that self awareness. It's nice when you have a situation like that to actually take a step out and go. I mean, yeah, shit is this awesome. This is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. We should Jesus all do that Christ. more. Actually. I think so too. Yeah. Um, okay, three uh, three sports um, that you uh, wake up tomorrow and are amazing at.
1: Oh, oh, like cool! It would be fun
0: to just be like, oh yeah, I totally kick ass at blah blah blah.
1: Um, to be amazing at, um, I think it would be really great to be an awesome uh, uh, pole vaulter.
0: Ooh, it just no seems kidding. so
1: bizarre. Yeah, that I really don't is. know how they do any of that shit.
0: It really is. And then you
1: could also like break into a lot of oh, places, yes, just with a pole.
0: Yeah, that would be a very surprising thing, wouldn't it? Be for great? Someone to find out about you too. Like, you, would, I'm sorry, your what? Right, it would be so. Let dope. me see something. Yeah.
1: And you could break into so many places and then leave no trace. Yeah. No lock was picked. Yeah, there's no fingerprints. Yeah,
0: (laughs) because you take your pole with you. Uh, Yeah, you really are onto something. Yeah,
1: Um, yeah. Uh, I uh, tennis. I've I've always been. I I still play tennis, and I've always been uh, sadly mediocre at it. Yeah. Um, I I would love to just be able to smoke anyone, and because it's. I think I like playing golf, but it's such a douchey sport. Mm -hmm. I just I'm ashamed of it, but I think (laughs) tennis at least is like. But but anyway, it's one of the sports that you can then like impress fathers in law, you know, or 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 uh, business associates.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Were I in any of those kind of sports, um, uh, fields, and I think it would be really cool to be great at um, base jumping.
0: Oh, that's amazing! Yeah. Because I'm, be to, to yeah, I'm too much of a pussy to ever do it. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. Okay, next one will be uh, three three musicians that... Um, I mean, this could go back to your jazz trumpet days, but yeah. three musicians... Or, or it can just be so fictitious that it's like, I don't even know what you would bring to the table musically. You could tell me or you don't have to, but three musicians it would be amazing to like, perform with, to have, to have performed with, whether they're living or dead. Um.
1: um Okay, well, he just died. Ornette Coleman oh, is a is die. a free jazz yep. musician, um, and he uh I, and he just like some of his later music was a lot of just wailing into the thing and mm-hmm. not an atonal. And I could have done that. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, who else would it be fun to play with? Yeah, I'll, maybe I'll just keep it jazz. I think Philonis Monk would be fun to watch because he just like mumbled and he would like get up and just start walking and cir- like spinning in circles during other people's uh, solos and was just seemed very, very uh, invested and weird uh-huh. and kooky and was Love on a it. lot of drugs. Um, <laughs> and I, I think it would have been fun. Louis Armstrong is is very... I think his reputation has been sullied by his inclusion as a soundtrack for romantic comedies. Right. But he was... Such an important figure, so seminally amazing, and then also uh, just had such a tortured career and so much racial stuff. And and have they done like a a,
0: a biopic? Not a. I
1: don't think they have. But his his life was really interesting, and also he was just a massive, massive trumpet player. Um, I think that would be fun to play. Those
0: are great. These are all great. Come on, love it. Um, Okay, let's do three. what about three sort of alternate universe careers yeah. uh, and as, as, we're jo- as I'm joking about being a, a, a librarian?
1: Okay. Uh, DJ because – nice. um, But it would be a, but very much a DJ like Christian Slater mm-hmm. in Pump Up the Volume. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of like cute high school girls had yeah. to, and disaffected gay teens had yep. to listen to me and really get a lot of inspiration yeah. from me. And then when I'd play music, they would all dance. I did Whether, have
0: that feeling. Like I dated a in my early twenties, my boyfriend for five years was a DJ, and I didn't even know I gave a shit about that uh, until I went and started listening to him yeah. spin, and I was like, "This is really sexy." It is this so cool. Ever something I thought about I,
1: I in high school. One of one of my uh, a friend I made at, at this dra- at this camp, this uh, drama camp. Um, she, uh, I, I was driving up the Oregon coast to visit another friend who was in the circus. So she was up in like in Oregon. So I stopped in Klamath Falls, Oregon, to hang out with this girl named Jess. I don't really remember her last name, and she was a DJ in high school at the the, the little little uh, radio station. I so I drove up this like remote hill up in the forest of Oregon, and it was her alone. She was running the like the AM station, just feeds, just plugging things in, but then doing her live show on the FM station. Oh wow!
0: Oh okay. So you're ta- like, you are okay. So oh the volume. God. So that is that is about that is a being a radio DJ. And in my mind, it was like spinning party DJ. A, no. Oh yeah. Oh no no. So no, no it no, is
1: no. not into that. I'm talking about radio DJ. Got it. Sorry. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got I'm got old it, got radio it. DJ. Got it,
0: got it. Got it. Got it. Got it.
1: And um. And there's something about, and I and I always just loved radio. I love I love like driving late at night, listening to like I would listen to, like Larry King, wherever it was the weird syndicated, and there was all something muffled about it. And mm-hmm. there's something just very romantic about the mm-hmm. radio. I
0: totally get. And it. And I
1: still listen to Sirius XM, which is very different and doesn't have the same sort of intimacy. Although one could argue it's such, so it, since it's such smaller, they can be more niche and, and be a little more intimate. That's but. True. There was something I don't know. I just I love that.
0: I get that. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That totally yes, absolutely. Um, okay. So radio DJ. Yeah. Two more.
1: Oh, uh, sorry. Um, uh, though it doesn't really exist, uh, I think, in the way that it used to. But like photographer, mm-hmm. like art photographer. Right. Now everyone with have, has a camera and everyone's a photographer. But yeah. But you know, I, I had my own dark room for a while. I when I was in high school, I built oh, that's a dark room, and I really enjoyed taking photographs and. Um, Every couple of years I do it a lot and then I put it away. But yeah. I, I like that. I think that's fun. Um, I think I would like to be a, um, a theater director in New York.
0: Great. Great, 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 great. Okay. All right. Listen, all due respect to your beautiful fiance. This mm. is a game of mash.
1: Sure. It would not be without.
0: It would not be without alternate yeah. universe sexy times or alternate universe relationshipy type thing. Could just be like I would have a one night stand with this person, okay. or it would be like, no, this person, like this is a person I would want to be with, it, it, with as little as you know about them. Or it yeah. could be like a uh, like people from fiction. It could be like you know the character that so and so played in blah blah blah.
1: I'm gonna forget so many of them. Um, I'm I'm really bad at this because I'm not like a giant crushy person. Yeah. From having been so much, I'm not like. People on set always talk about set crushes, and mm-hmm. yes, it's a little awkward because I work with mine, my, uh, my my fiance. But um, like I I haven't ha- I haven't ever had a set crush. Well, yeah. not even like on old shows. It's weird. Um, Carrie Coon from The Leftovers and Gone Girl. For someone who's like, I have no idea. I said that very good <laughs> Pull
0: that out so fast.
1: But she knows, and I met her. I met hey, her where and her husband. in
0: both of those things.
1: And she was Ben Affleck's sister. Owned the bar. Okay. In, in in Gone Girl. Oh On the leftovers, she's know. the woman who, who occasionally has hookers come shoot her because uh, she oh, lost yeah. her entire family. Oh, yeah. She's
0: great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, and, absolutely.
1: And, uh, I think she's just starting to hump the uh, the main guy, yeah. Justin Thoreau. Yeah, Great. Love her. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 and it can
0: be, you know, it can be like Molly Ringwald from Blah Blah Blah. Yeah, really, you know
1: what I mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, in that case, I think Carrie Green from the Goonies oh, and, and absolutely, Lucas. Oh, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. I think she fulfilled that fantasy for a lot of people. There's things, a like
1: scene it. in Lucas where she p- pivots on sitting on, on Charlie Sheen's um, pickup truck and you saw her panties for a second. I, <laughs> I, I think I broke our VCR. <laughs> I think, is that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think pausing that.
1: Um, and, uh, okay, so those two and. I'm going to say, I'm going to say criminal era, no, I'm going to say all Fiona Apple. Great. I think she's kind of uh, amazing. Great, great, great great choices
0: uh, okay next one is three now listen it can be three foods or drinks that you know are really oh. bad for you but that you can have in perpetuity at the snap of a finger as specific as you want or as general like just pizza or this one slice of pizza that I can get all I can have it, conjured it up and it's not bad for you there's no f- physical negative health ramifications
1: gosh um, okay then I would have I would probably say Zachary's pizza great from the Bay Area it's deep dish. It's amazing. Um,
0: that's an East Bay thing, too. It is an East yeah. Bay
1: thing, yeah. Um, uh, I very, very, very much enjoy um, all forms of peanut butter ice cream.
0: Oh, God, that's great.
1: From from your chubby hubby, which has yeah. peanut butter best, that's the best ribbons.
0: That's the best ice cream I've ever had.
1: To the Hagen dazs special limited edition that I have yet to open, that's in my freezer, um, peanut butter pie ice cream. Oh, okay. Which we found. I'm now allowed to have ice cream in my house because I have a pregnant fiance, so... Fair. But I don't allow myself to keep it. Yeah. Um,
0: I'll just mix, like I'll just get, I'll just mix peanut butter into any ice cream. Oh, you will? Really? Oh, yeah. I just had some chocolate. Um... And it's kind of like a frozen dessert more than as like low calorie blah blah blah. But like I totally negated the value yeah, sure. of that by adding like four te- <laughs> tablespoons of peanut butter. It was just like stirring it in, and going like this is great.
1: I ate two spoons directly from a jar of peanut butter right before I came here.
0: I um, yeah, and then I listen, fed it to my, my, my brother, from my dog mother? dog yeah.
1: lick it. Um, and I you know the, uh, for some reason this always pops in my head when I oh yeah fuck fuck shit okay. I am just going to say then uh, Carbonara from almost anywhere in Italy.
0: Okay, great. Oh, yeah. That
1: sounds great, too. Yeah.
0: Great. Okay, my final category for you, I'm going to say, you know what, I got to go with uh, three movies that are real worlds oh, that you can just drop yourself into and just exist in that, in that place. So it could be fantasy or yeah. just be, again, with, like with the TV show people that you know, it could just be like, I just want to know all of the people and blah, blah, blah and hang out with them.
1: All right. Well, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. hmm I, I, I want to be Ferris's, I want to be Ferris. Great. But I, I'm such more, so more a Cameron. Than a Ferris. It's, yeah. it's weird. But maybe that's why I'm attracted to a Ferris. Yeah, I that makes sense. I Me mean, he had Mia, Mia Sarah. He had like this thirty year old girlfriend. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> clearly she was not in high school. Yeah. He can manipulate yeah. Cameron to do anything, but under the auspices yeah. of showing him a good time and helping him stand up to his father.
0: Yeah, that's right. Everybody wins.
1: Everybody wins. I there's a movie that I love. I don't no, I don't want to be in the world of Joe Volcano, but I'm gonna name check it. Uh, right. Good I name love check. that. I love
0: that movie yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. There's a movie called, that no one likes, called Mobetta Blues. Oh, no one very, likes
0: That is very, very
1: cool. Uh, Denzel and Wesley Snipes yeah. as trumpet and sax rivals. Yeah. You get the Spike Lee floaty cam. Yep. You have really sexy naked girls. There you go. Um, a lot of cool lighting. Uh, anyway. I um, think you
0: made your argument. I don't know why people yeah, like this movie.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Okay. And then there is a... <laughs> I, I never think of this movie, but I just <laughs> i just I thought of it. And I think it would be awesome. There is a outdoorsy thriller with Tom Berenger and Cindy Poitier called oh Shoot God. to Kill.
0: Oh, my.
1: And they're in the woods. I and I really love the woods. I love the idea of the woods mm-hmm, mm-hmm. more than I like the actual woods. Yep. Um, like so and it's very outdoorsy and thrillery, and I love thrillers. And there's did you snow. see that
0: David Mamet? Outdoor oh, The Edge, right? Yeah, that would that's be. A great if movie. there
1: weren't bears, cause I'm very afraid of bears. Correct. Yeah, I would have picked that. And I'm very bald. afraid of Alec Baldwin, and he's uh-huh. in that as well. <laughs>
0: yes, I know. Which one's the bigger? And threat? now I'm
1: afraid of Mamet. Uh, Mamet's uh, uh, politics. So
0: <gasps> um, yeah, that's really become a, a, a thriller slash horror film yeah, on many many levels. Sure has. Uh, shoot to kill, fantastic, okay. fantastic. Pull. I bet um, no one
1: has picked that
0: that is you're certainly yeah. not in my world yeah. certainly not. um okay uh tell me when to stop Stop. okay uh, i'm gonna count these rings i'm gonna do some eliminating i'm gonna come back with your 100 percent guaranteed mash future i'll pause it till the listener will seem as if no time has passed okay uh i'm very pleased with the results uh i asked you to pick up mm-hmm. your microphones dear sir Um, as we conclude our, Mm. uh, time on the podcast together, I have a wonderful future for you. Okay. Listen. The reality is, as you know, mansion, apartment, shack, and house. It could go any way. Sure. You ended up with a shack, but your shack <laughs> is in Big Sur, so it's like oh, a surf shack. Oh no, it's like it's a cool be
1: beachy. Yeah,
0: you got a little. What are you? What are you cool, going to have? Yeah. Some gross mansion? No, some like, mansion no, in Big Sur? No, well, I'm going to have like, in a little, Absolutely. So uh, no worries on that. I'm very excited that you ended up with this place in Big Sur. Um, I'm also very excited that uh, at your old place in Big Sur, when you're looking out at the waves, you can yeah. have uh, delicious Zachary's pizza. drop of a hat just think of it it appears right in front of you look at that right in front of you
1: magic pizza um
0: if you need to uh get somewhere sneakily in big sur or elsewhere i want to reassure you that you are a pole vaultist
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes i am yes i am
0: um, the dog's ball went up on the roof could you (laughs) yeah (laughs) thank you thank you
1: yeah i can pole vault across the wave break
0: yeah oh yeah. yeah there you go yeah yeah. Interesting. It's yeah. like a surfboard that's also a pole yeah. somehow. There you go. Um, perfect. You uh I'm also very excited about the time that you're able to spend whenever you want with the Cosbys. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you what's going to impress Felicia Rashad oh, is the fact that you have played with Ornette Coleman.
1: <gasps> oh, she's going to love it. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. Well, and Cosby's dad, if I believe right was a trombonist
0: that sounds right
1: so i think he's gonna be really impressed there you go yeah. oh you're
0: gonna fit right in yeah uh you know where else you're gonna fit right in uh, ferris bueller's day off
1: yes i am yeah
0: you are fuck yeah you got man. it
1: okay it's really good oh. this is all
0: great um i almost think you're not gonna give a shit that you in your alternate universe life are a theater director oh um, but oh my it's pretty god cool. this is pretty a cool, cool. life yeah. yeah no no no. this is a very very wow. cool life yeah um, I drink a lot of
1: theater, New York theater yeah. from Big Sur. That's right. <laughs> Somehow. own it in. Tell it to Own it in. York, pole, yeah.
0: vault, pole vault over there. <laughs> uh, one giant pole vault away. Okay. Um, and okay. then uh, this is interesting to me because if I had to go through and pick the person yeah. of the three that you listed, the person who is the most like the person that you're actually with is Carrie Green. Because uh, I'm thinking about it, I'm like, you know what? Christine is a little bit of a, Carrie, a Green. Of Carrie Green. She is a little Carrie Green. And that is who you ended up with in this marvelous Very life good. of yours. I love that. Uh, what a glory. Glorious outcome. I think you did very well for yourself. Wow. And thank you so much thank for doing you, the Jenna. podcast. Um, uh, You're the Worst Season 2 starts airing in the fall. on yeah. F- FXX. Um, you can keep in touch uh, with Steven on Twitter. Yeah. Um, Just my name. At Stephen Falk. And then yeah. there's also You're the Worst uh, Twitter feed that you can follow, yeah. right? And yeah. That's, and then there's the hashtag for it too. Um, guys, we'll talk to you next time on the podcast. There is one final piece of business. I, you might patently refuse to do this, but um, I got to make it happen one way or the other. The Boys of Summer series always concludes with my guest and/or me singing a snippet from Don Henley's "Boys of Summer." <laughs> if you can conjure any of it at all.
1: Um, I bought my first real six string.
0: Nope, that's Summer of '69. <laughs> oh God damn it! <laughs>
1: then I can't. You have to do it.
0: It's uh, it's the it's the um, I can't see you. Your brown skin shining in the sun. Get my hair
1: pulled back, sunglasses on, baby. I can see you, my love for you will still be strong after, be after the boys of summer have gone. Ding, ding, ding. ding, ding, ding. And then later he says, Wayfarers. Ding, ding.
0: That's right. He mixes switches it, it up. up. Yeah. Which makes it impossible to ever remember. Impossible the song. to ever sing it properly. You did a great job. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, guys. Soon.